This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. President Trump's last Thanksgiving at the White House. I hereby grant you a full pardon. Then the governor called out for Thanksgiving hypocrisy. It's COVID for thee and not for me. I didn't want to disappoint my mother. And monolith mystery the bizarre discovery in the desert straight out of the movie 2001 a space odyssey the intrepid explorers go down to investigate the alien life form plus how to avoid fire disasters in the kitchen this thanksgiving and the great homecoming see you soon mom college students making their way home on my way how they're trying to make sure the virus doesn't spread to mom and dad. This is for you, Mom. Then Christmas in November. Americans get in the holiday spirit earlier than ever before. Is this the cure for the pandemic blues? An early Merry Christmas Inside Edition. And the new anthem for the pandemic. Inside Edition with Deborah Norville. Hello and thanks for joining us. I'm Mary Calvi and today for Deborah. It's finally sinking in. For the first time, President Trump tweeted permission for his team to start helping with the transition to the Biden presidency. This comes as holiday traditions continue today at the White House. Amber Cogliano has details. President Trump and First Lady Melania got into the holiday spirit today, taking part in the Thanksgiving tradition of pardoning a turkey. I want to wish every American a healthy and very happy Thanksgiving. This year, the bird receiving the presidential pardon is named Corn. Corn, I hereby grant you a full pardon. At the end of the ceremony, a reporter asked the president this edgy question. Will you be a seat? A pardon for yourself. The event was a rare public appearance by Trump since losing the election. Now some of President Trump's strongest allies are finally admitting defeat. Unless the legal situation changes in a dramatic and frankly an unlikely manner, Joe Biden will be inaugurated on January 20th. Conservative radio host Rush Limbaugh even knocked Trump's legal team for their train wreck press conference last week. I don't know what you need to wake you up. They promised blockbuster stuff and then nothing happened. And that's just not good. Trump also made a surprise appearance at the White House briefing room to tout the stock market hitting a record 30 thousand points. The stock market's just broken 30,000. Never been broken, that number. That's a sacred number, 30,000. Nobody thought they'd ever see it. The briefing was just that. Brief. Lasting only 65 seconds. 
Meanwhile, President-elect Biden introduced his national security and foreign policy team to the American people. It's a team that will keep our country and our people safe and secure. Here in New York City, the NYPD is already planning to scale back its police presence here at Trump Tower the day after Joe Biden is inaugurated. They also plan to reopen this portion of 56th Street, which has been shut down to vehicular traffic for the last four years. In another move indicative of the impending transition of power, the Secret Service is asking agents well, in President much, Trump's please. detail if they want to move to Florida, where he is expected to live at Mar-a-Lago. But America no one thinks first. Trump Should will fade away in retirement. I don't expect we'll ever see that concession. He is going to leave on, on January 20th. I expect at some point we will hear a speech from him. But, George, uh, it may well be a speech announcing that he is intending to run for president again. It's a tough decision millions of Americans are making should you cancel Thanksgiving. New York Governor Andrew Cuomo, who is dubbed America's governor for his daily COVID briefings, has just canceled his gathering after being called out for not practicing what he preaches. Stephen Fabian reports. New York Governor Andrew Cuomo has been branded a Thanksgiving Day hypocrite. Yesterday, he told the radio interviewer, My mom is going to come up. And two of my girls is the current plan. But the plans change. But that's my plan. That's after telling everyone else not to gather for the holiday. You know what love is on Thanksgiving? I love you so much. And I'm so thankful for you that I'm not going to see you. A barrage of criticism on social media followed. Meghan McCain posted, you've got to be kidding me. Conservative commentator Candace Owens piled on. Oh, it's COVID for thee and not for me. The uproar has now forced Cuomo to cancel the get-together. He said he broke the news to his mom, Matilda. I didn't want to disappoint my mother. You know, 89 years old, she's thinking, how many Thanksgivings do I get, right? It's hard, but sometimes hard is smart. Rehearsals are underway for this year's Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Yes, the parade is going ahead this year, but it will be much smaller in scale and it will look a lot different. No college marching bands, no cheering crowds, and it will be confined to this area here outside of the Macy's on Herald Square in Manhattan. You'll still see those famous giant balloons, some live over Manhattan, some on video. And New Jersey Governor Phil Murphy is speaking out about the woman who heckled him as he dined out with his family. Oh my God, Murphy, you How are you doing? such a It's like uh, chaos in the streets on some level. I'm a big guy. I, I could take it. My wife could take it. I'd prefer folks to be more civil and to leave our kids out of this. But I completely get the stress. The stress levels are ex exceptionally high. I, I can't blame folks for being stressful. And the pandemic is hitting home at Good Morning America. Co-host Michael Strahan was not on the set today. I'm home today after being in close contact with someone who tested positive for COVID. I am doing fine, but we just wanted to follow the CDC guidelines, you guys. And those cheers are for a COVID patient who is leaving an Alabama hospital after an extraordinary 223 days. Yep, she's been hospitalized since last Easter. Lori Wood's family says it's a Thanksgiving miracle.
Lori's been in the hospital since April 16th. We are so happy she is home. Now a bizarre discovery in the desert, a monolith made of metal standing straight up to the sky. So what is it and how did it get there? It's a mystery right out of a classic science fiction movie. It's a baffling yeah. mystery. This is wild. What on earth is this thing? And how did it end up in a remote corner of the Utah desert? What the heck is that? The just-discovered metal column stands there, buried deep in the ground, sharp-edged and shiny, a stark contrast to the barren red rocks all around. Look at the size of it, about 12 feet tall. Remind you of anything? Yep, the monolith from the classic movie 2001 A Space Odyssey, in which a strange slab startles early humankind. Later, the same monolith is found on the moon, and it's in the final scene of the Stanley Kubrick-directed masterpiece. We gotta see if there's any writing on it. The mysterious structure in Utah was spotted by chance when a helicopter pilot flew overhead. He landed and checked it out. The intrepid explorers go down to investigate the uh, alien life form. You can really see how remote it is in this video, taken by investigators from the Utah Department of Public Safety. Authorities won't reveal exactly where the object was found. They say the location is so remote, sightseers might get lost. right The discovery is fueling a lot of speculation on social media. How did it get there? Who put it there? Is it a work of art? A salute to 2001 A Space Odyssey? or something else entirely. The helicopter pilot who spotted the monolith says it is the strangest thing he's ever come across. We've told you how lots of people are cooking Thanksgiving meals for the first time this year, and authorities worry that turkey first-timers could start a kitchen fire. But there are some things you can do to stay safe. Be careful as you prepare Thanksgiving dinner. You don't want your meal to go up in flames or worse. The pandemic has led more people to cook at home, and that's meant an increase in kitchen disasters. Typically, there are more than 1,400 cooking fires on Thanksgiving Day, and that number is expected to increase this year. Grease fires represent the number one accident, says James Hickman of the Nassau County Fire Department in New York. And putting out the fire the wrong way can just make them worse. People panic. Their number one reaction is to throw water on a fire. That's exactly what you don't want to do with a grease fire. It spreads it and can hurt you and spread the fire into the rest of the kitchen. Let's see what happens. The safest and easiest thing to do is to put the pot top back on the pot. It removes the oxygen. It stops the fire. And always keep a fire extinguisher handy. Everyone loves fried turkey, and this demo shows how dangerous it can be. Don't put a frozen turkey in the boiling oil. That is the number one cause of the fires getting out of control around the country. And then you need to gently, carefully, cautiously lower the turkey into the oil. No dirty dancing in the kitchen. Pay attention as you cook. Always pay attention when you're cooking. Don't walk away even for a minute. Other tips, avoid wearing loose-fitting clothes and long sleeves that can catch fire. Keep flammable items like paper bags away from the stove. Turn handles toward the back of the stove to avoid tipping them over. 
And one last thing. Nothing is more important than having a working smoke detector. And you've heard the warnings, college kids being told to stay at school instead of risking bringing COVID-19 home to their families this Thanksgiving. But some students are heading home while taking extra precautions. It's the great Thanksgiving homecoming. College kids packing up and heading home for the big holiday weekend. We miss our families. These seniors at Tulane University in New Orleans have all tested negative for COVID-19 and are taking precautions for their flights home. We're pretty prepared. I'd say that we've been talking about it um, to bring wipes with us on the plane, make sure to wear a mask, which we've been doing, social distancing. Um, so we're going to take all the precautions necessary. The students will be flying to New York and New Jersey. Their parents send some travel safety tips. Make sure that the air vents are tilted towards me on my seats. That's definitely a precautionary measure that I didn't know existed. It's making sure we're eating outside at restaurants, not really leaving our house. I received a text from my dad yesterday in all capital letters, wear a mask. We asked who intends to quarantine. All of us. Our parents want us to quarantine when we get home. We're going to get rapid tests when we get home. The girls are packed and getting ready to head to the airport. Uh-oh. I forgot my wipes. Can't forget those. 800 miles away at Ball State University in Indiana, Jillian Lieberman is taking a rapid COVID test before she flies home. The results are negative and Jillian is ready to head to West Palm Beach. See you soon, Mom. And at Stony Brook University in New York, Emily and Katharina just got their COVID test back. Both negative. Negative. The roommates will be driving home, the safest way to travel. My parents are worried, but I know they miss me. Mom Felicia is happy she's home. Miss you. Miss you too. <laughs> Everything's good? Yeah. Okay. All negative. I do believe that Emily wore her mask, she washed up, and she's respectful coming back into the home. Her mom wipes down all of Emily's bags. Before, I thought she was always neurotic for doing this, but now that COVID happened, you know, I get it. You know, we don't want to spread it to anyone in our family. Cannot take any chances. So a very valuable lesson has been learned for all these college kids. There's no place like home. Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> And they'll be home for a while. Many colleges are finishing this semester with virtual classes and will hopefully welcome students back in January. There is a new queen of the ballroom, and for the second year in a row, she's a bachelorette. Dancing with the Stars has a new ballroom champ. Caitlin and Bachelorette alum Caitlin Bristow took home the Mirrorball trophy, and boy, was she shocked. It's the second year in a row that a Bachelorette alum has tangoed her way to victory. Hannah Brown took home the trophy last year. And the cast of Broadway's Tony-winning musical Avenue Q, along with their puppet counterparts, have reunited with an important message. They've changed the words of the show's hit song, For Now, for the pandemic. Reminding us that these tough times will pass. And the song is raising money for the Actors Fund, which helps performers in need. Next Christmas in November. Americans get in the holiday spirit earlier than ever before. Is this the cure for the pandemic blues? An early Merry Christmas! 
Diagnosis Inside Edition. Then, Dr. Oz on how to COVID-proof your house for Thanksgiving. Is this a safe table? <laughs> Inside Edition with Deborah Norville will be right back. A study conducted by mental health experts found that putting up Christmas decorations early can actually make you happier. And as Jim Murray reports, this year's stringing lights before Thanksgiving is lifting lots of spirits. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas, and it's not even Thanksgiving. Social media is filled with early holiday decorating videos in hopes of lifting spirits during the pandemic. An early Merry Christmas Inside Edition. At the bowling household in Woodland Hills, California, final touches are going on the Christmas tree, and stockings are being hung. I'm so excited that we did it before Thanksgiving. <laughs> Mom Colleen says decorating early is helping the family deal with pandemic fatigue. It just makes everyone so much happier. We're a little bit more festive. The music is always playing in the house. For those who are waiting to buy holiday decorations, brace yourselves for a shortage. A ton of stuff was already gone. It was crazy. I feel like everyone is decorating. CNBC retail reporter Lauren Thomas. The pandemic has really instilled in consumers a, a sense of fear and urgency when it comes to buying certain things. I think now we're starting to see that again with, with holiday decorations. Here at the Christmas Corner Store in Burbank, California, they're doing record sales and earlier than ever as decorations are flying off the shelves. They are doing it so much earlier, I can't believe you, how many people have told me they have set up their tree. I would say it was middle of October. Christopher Kyer says his store offers customers a magical escape. They want to grasp and hold on to something that makes them feel comfortable and safe. Nutcracker ornaments are his most popular items. And in a sign of the times, so are masks. Have I sold masks? That's the hottest item next to nutcrackers are the masks, the holiday masks. And when we come back, how to COVID-proof your house this Thanksgiving. How can you make your Thanksgiving gathering COVID-proof? Amber Cagliano got a lesson from Dr. Oz. I'm arranging my dining room table for Thanksgiving. It'll be a small gathering of five with my husband, two kids, and my mom. But does it pass the Dr. Oz COVID safety test? Is this a safe table? Ideally, you'd spread those seats out. If you can pull the seats apart and stretch it, uh, that's why you might want to bring an extra table in there and almost create an environment where you can see each other and you're all together, but you're not sitting on top of each other. Then Dr. Oz assessed my home. You got some prep to do. I'm looking around right there. First off, uh, let me see your outdoors. Is if it's possible, it would be great to be able to have as much of the Thanksgiving celebration. Uh, that's a beautiful backyard. Or keep your window cracked like you have. If you can work on that porch, have some of the food, for example, served out there, that would be great because the chance of the virus spreading indoors is 20 times more than if you're outdoors. My three-year-old daughter had the right idea. Follow the kids' advice. If they can go outdoors, they should. Dr. Oz says keep the food in one spot, like a buffet table, so you're not passing plates around. Subtle little things like pass the potatoes can be hugely risky. Because when you say pass the potatoes, a lot comes out. <laughs> a lot comes out. At one point, my 18-month-old son interrupted our chat. Oh, and the baby's crying. Even he's had enough of 2020. What just happened there is life. And it's going to happen at Thanksgiving with all your relatives around. You cannot follow the rules perfectly. So create a ground level of prevention that makes everything that happens once you're in the house safer. 
And when we come back, the Grinch's Christmas photo bomb. Finally, you're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. It's the Grinchiest Christmas photo shoot ever. The Grinch sneaks up on the little girl. Look at her terrified reaction. In the end, the little girl gave the Grinch a hug. Her mom says one day she'll find this hilarious, but not today. Oh, so glad they hugged it out. I'm Mary Calvi in for Deborah Norville. We'll see you next time. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to Inside Edition ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at wondery.com survey. In the climate-ravaged year of 2072, the city of Pura stands as a miraculous green haven, a geoengineered paradise that protects fortunate residents from the global catastrophes of heat domes, fires, floods, and droughts. Demetria Lopez heads up Pura's public relations, tirelessly promoting the city's idyllic image. But when she stumbles upon a dark secret that, if exposed, would be the downfall of Pura's existence, she must decide who and what she is willing to protect. From Wondery, the makers of Academy and Dr. Death, The Last City stars actors Reyes Seahorn, Jeannie Tirado, and Maury Sterling. Follow The Last City on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of The Last City early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. John Stewart is back at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition wherever you get your podcasts.